Welcome to the New Nurse Podcast. I'm Nurse Meg. And I'm Nurse M. So this is a podcast like we've never had before. Sure is. Um, this is a little bit of like special edition. <laughs> I like that. Special edition um, potty. I like that you call it a potty. And now <laughs> I'm like... Which sounds like pot pee. It does sound like pot pee. I'm literally saying it. I'm but like, you know what, though? <laughs> a potty. I probably should only ever write it and never actually say it. Because. Yeah, I can't say be... I put that together before until yeah, now. People will be really confused about what you and I are doing. <laughs> but when you read it as potty, like P O D D I E, it doesn't. Like, you... Doesn't, you don't think toilet or you don't think squatty potty by any means. Uh, no. No, hasn't happened yet. But, but now it does. You abbreviate everything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> she abbreviates ev- I don't even know what she calls me because my name is already Meg. I know. So... There's not much more. <laughs> <laughs> my M girl. I know. It's like the artist formerly known as. Seriously. <laughs> so, well, there's our segue right there. Um, speaking of shortening names and nicknames there is a new name floating around in m's world and now in the new nurse world so we we grew our viewing audience by one (laughs) we grew the family by one literal growing yes um baby gracelyn has blessed everybody with her much anticipated presence and seriously she was cozy warm in mama's tummy and was not interested no not at all (laughs) i don't even know so she was due the second and came out the 11th so she is exactly eight days old yes crazy and she's literally growing before our eyes like i don't know if any other moms have experienced this but like I had an appointment on a Friday. No, she was born 19 and a half inches. Then three days later, I had her first appointment and she was 20 inches. And then three days later, I had a lactation appointment, but they also wanted to measure her again. And she was 20 and a quarter. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's literally growing like right in front of my eyeballs with tangible numbers. Well, and you're, how tall are you, Em? Well, like five, eight. Oh, are you five, eight? Like five, six. Like five, well, okay. So it's hard because I always in basketball you always round up. So I can't say I know <laughs> what I actually am. Like I always say like five seven or five eight. Okay, okay. So I was gonna say like you have a little bit of height. Adam, how tall is Adam? Um, he's probably six. Okay, right. So I mean, I feel like this little girl is gonna be a bit of a bean sprout. Yeah, we'll see. So very adorable. So tell us very so tell, fun. Tell the family everything about baby. Gray. All the things. Um. Yeah, she's been great. Now, wait, um, are we calling her gray? Yeah, as for in, sure. Like, the color, and that is now her like name. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's only really stuck for me. Like I just call her gray or gray girl. But Adam's like full force on the like Grace and Gracie. So we will Which- see. <laughs> Okay, so whatever we'll you want to call her. Whatever you want to call her. her sometimes, she's, sometimes she's a little G. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. Okay, um, so you're not sure what the nickname. <laughs> what are your parents calling her? I honestly don't know. And then none of them even have, like, their, like, Grandma Gigi Mimi's picked out. Like, they, like, are also indecisive. And they're like, we'll just see what she calls us. So, okay. like, everything's up in the air, guys. Very we're, chill. We're being flexible. Very yeah. chill. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And I, um, the only thing that I will say is delivery went well and, um, 
mid push, I literally stopped pushing when they said she had a she had hair. Like I stopped pushing and I was like, wait, she has hair? Because I was bald till I was like three years old. And the fact that she had hair, like I was just so happy. That <laughs> so is she has some little dark hairs on her head. That's really so, cute. That's what we're working with right now. And she's being a trooper on the earth side. So I know you keep saying she's doing really good. Yeah. So shout out to all the mamas because it is not easy work. So if you're a mama and you're listening, I not that I didn't appreciate you before, but like, girl, you keep rocking. A whole nother level of respect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so um, Emma and I have talked about her girl bits, all the education stuff. Oh, man. That's no joke in and of itself. No joke. That was that's that's the entire battle it's been for me. I mean, I know that, you know, luckily she's not colicky and she's latching well. And so I have so many blessings and silver linings and all of it, which is what I've been trying to like remind myself. But yeah, 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 the girl bits are. Yeah, I think finally healing, but I'm not getting my hopes up because they healed on me a few days ago and then they ripped back open. Uh, which so I so yeah, but we're getting there. We're getting there, making progress. Okay. All right, I'm I'm very proud of you, Em. Yes, thank you're you. You're handling this like a true <laughs> veteran. Like you think that you've already done this because you have been. You are too good to me. No, seriously, I feel like you have been like very just go with the flow in so many spaces which is not always easy for you yeah right right definitely so, with our us nurses being type a personalities oh and, yeah yeah I, ha- I haven't noticed what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> not us <laughs> not us at all no so, um so yeah we wanted to in the midst of like welcoming uh little g baby g into the family i told em that during COVID, there are these two podcasters that I listen to called The Brant and Sherry Show. And mm-hmm. if you just need like a really good, feel good podcast, it's all completely irrelevant. I would say the majority of it is. Um, but it's really funny. <laughs> there are two different, be- there are two believers that it's part of like Word FM, which is a Christian radio station. Mm. And they are just hilarious to me. But they do bring in some really solid nuggets and truths and wisdom. So at any rate, I typically put that podcast on when I'm just like having a moment, you know, it's kind of like when you need that like little like comedy, like comedic relief. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, I'm not learning right now. I'm not like super focused. I'm just like hearing this. Yes. I just need like just something easy. And so one of the things that they did during the pandemic is that Brant decided that he was going to just read children's storybooks out loud to adults children like whoever wanted to listen and I honestly was listening to them because I was like you know what I'm just in such a space that I just need to be poured into in any capacity and again not even wanting to like be a learner just receive yeah and so I said to Em I was like you know what this is a great way I think to introduce baby G and to have a fun little like kind of mommy and me or daddy and me moment and if you don't have a kiddo in the room with you or you just don't even have a kiddo then like grab your kitty or just let, this, <laughs> let this just be all about you because yeah. truly I think that sometimes when we're all, always in this space of being like the professional the individual that's being looked to to like solve all the problems I mean there's a, there is a reason that we go into type a control mode Mm -hmm. And a lot of that is because we're kind of thrust into that space. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so let this just be a moment to like let down, reconnect with your inner child. Um, I gifted Em a book called You Are Special by Max Licato, who is a big time Christian author. His books are wonderful. If you've never read them, he does have children's books, but he has adult books as well. So, um, and this book was actually gifted to me when I was in college by a friend. I didn't know that Meg. Yes. For my birthday. And so she had written a little, um, what inscription to me. Mm -hmm. And I have gifted this book well over, I'd say at least half a dozen times, if not more. And so M and baby G were one of the recipients as well. And so um, it's a really fun little story, and Em is going to bless us on this Monday afternoon with story time. Yes, and I just want to say, too, before I dig into Mr. Licato's book, that when Meg had brought this up, I was like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how to feel about it. And as I was pondering it more and in the hospital and birthing a child, um, I was thinking about it, and I think we've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast of, like, just scripturally how we're supposed to love Jesus in a childlike way. And Mm. um, I think all of that to me really hit home with reading a book. I know it seems like you're pulling a lot out of like something so small, but when I was in the hospital on in the bed um, I think we so easily forget what that's like and being off of work a little bit and in the bed, I realized how much of the back to the basics mean Um. And with you saying that, Meg, I really just, I actually nominated, I hope she gets it. I, and if she's listening to this podcast, um, I'm not, I, I did give her the info, so I hope she's listening, but I nominated her for a daisy. She took care of me the one night and I really just wrote on like the nomination, like a bunch of stuff, but like, it's not that she did this one crazy, went down and bought Mm. me Starbucks. Awesome thing. It was that Adam and I needed a refreshing, like breath of fresh air person to come in and actually just sit with us and therapeutically like help us take this all in and she has been a nurse for three months and I'm not even kidding you like she was our saving grace in that moment in that night um and so I just wrote on the daisy how much like even as a nurse, like we forget how much like coming in, she put her clipboard down and she just gave her us her full attention and said, here's what I think our plan should be. But you tell me if you think different and like just heard us out and was just wonderful. And so back to the basics and back to our child like beings has just really resonated with me um, this week. So with that this. being said, yes. Yay. All right. I've, yeah. got, I've got Solomon with me. So all right. Solly, listen up. Listen up, bud. Hopefully you put Graceland to sleep because she is staring at me with big eyes right now. (laughs) She's like, Mom, I already heard this book this week. (laughs) All right. So the book is titled You Are Special by Max Lucado. The Wemmicks were small wooden people. All of the wooden people were carved by a woodworker named Eli. His workshop sat on a hill overlooking their village. Each Wemmick was different. Some had big noses, others had large eyes. Some were tall and others were short. Some wore hats, others wore coats, but all were made by the same carver and all lived in the village. And all day, every day, the Wemmicks did the same thing. They gave each other stickers. Each Wemmick had a box of golden star stickers and a box of gray dot stickers. Up and down the streets all over the city, people spent their days sticking stars or dots on one another. 
The pretty ones, those with smooth wood and fine paint, always got stars. But if the wood was rough or the paint chipped, the Wemmicks gave dots. The talented ones got stars, too. Some could lift big sticks high above their heads or jump over tall boxes. Still, others knew big words or could sing pretty songs. Everyone gave them stars. Some Wemmicks had stars all over them. Every time they got a star, it made them feel so good. It made them want to do something else and get another star. Others, though, could do little, and they got dots. Punchinello was one of these. He tried to jump high like the others, but he always fell. And when he fell, the others would gather around him and give him dots. Sometimes when he fell, his wood got scratched, so the people would give him more dots. Then when he would try to explain why he fell, he would say something silly, and the Wemmicks would give him more dots. After a while, he had so many dots that he didn't know or he didn't want to go outside. He was afraid he would do something dumb, such as forget his hat or step in the water, and then people would give him another dot. In fact, he had so many gray dots that some people would come up and give him one for no reason at all. He deserves lots of dots, the wooden people would agree with one another. He's not a good wooden person. After a while, Punchinello believed them. I'm not a good Wemmick, he would say. The few times he went outside, he hung around other Wemmicks who had lots of dots. He felt better around them. One day, he met a Wemmick who was unlike any he'd ever met. She had no dots or stars. She was just wooden. Her name was Lucia. It wasn't that people didn't try to give her stickers. It's just that the stickers didn't stick. Some of the Wemmicks admired Lucia for having no dots, so they would run up and give her a star, but it would fall off. Others would look down on her for having no stars, so they would give her a dot, but it wouldn't stay either. That's the way I want to be, thought Punchinello. I don't want anyone's marks. So he asked the stickerless Wemmick how she did it. It's easy, Lucia replied. Every day I go to see Eli. Eli? Yes, Eli, the woodcarver. I sit in the workshop with him. Why? Why don't you find out for yourself? Go up the hill. He's there. And with that, the Wemmick, who had no stickers, turned and skipped away. But will he want to see me? Punchinello cried out. Lucia didn't hear. So Punchinello went home. He sat near a window and watched the wooden people as they scurried around, giving each other stars and dots. It's not right, he muttered to himself, and he decided to go see Eli. He walked up the narrow path to the top of the hill and stepped into the big shop. His wooden eyes widened at the size of everything. The stool was as tall as he was. He had to stretch on his tiptoes to see the top of the workbench. A hammer was as long as his arm. Punchinello swallowed hard. I'm not staying here, and he turned to leave. Then he heard his name. Punchinello? The voice was deep and strong. Punchinello stopped. Punchinello, how good to see you. Come and let me have a look at you. Punchinello turned slowly and looked at the large bearded craftsman. You know my name? The little lemmick asked. Of course I do. I made you. Eli stooped down and picked him up. He set him on the bench. Hmm, the maker spoke thoughtfully as he looked at the gray dots. Looks like you've been given some bad marks. I didn't mean to, Eli. I really tried hard. Oh, you don't have to defend yourself to me, child. I don't care what the other Wemmicks think. You don't? No, and you shouldn't either. Who are they to give stars or dots? They're Wemmicks just like you. What they think doesn't matter, Punchinello, and all that matters is what I think, and I think you're pretty special. Punchinello laughed. Me? Special? 
Why? I can't walk fast. I can't jump. My paint is peeling. Why do I matter to you? Eli looked at Punchinello, put his hands on those small wooden shoulders, and spoke very slowly. Because you're mine. That's why you matter to me. Punchinello had never had anyone look at him like this, much less his maker. He didn't know what to say. Every day I've been hoping you'd come, Eli explained. I came because I met someone who had no marks, said Punchinello. I know. She told me about you. Why don't the stickers stay on her? The maker spoke softly. Because she has decided that what I think is more important than what they think. The stickers only stick if you let them. What? The stickers only stick if they matter to you. The more you trust my love, the less you care about their stickers. I'm not sure I understand. Eli smiled. You will, but it will take time. You've got a lot of marks. For now, just come to see me every day and let me remind you how much I care. Eli lifted Punchinello off the bench and set him on the ground. Remember, Eli said as the women walked out the door, you are special because I made you and I don't make mistakes. Punchinello didn't stop, but in his heart he thought, I think he really means it. And when he did, a dot fell to the ground. The end. I love that story so very much. Me too. It's adorable. Thank you for reading it for us today. Of course. How I hope fun. enjoy it too because I just think that it's, um... oh man, there's so many really good lessons from it. And actually, mm-hmm. as you're reading it, it's also very interesting about Lucy's role. Yes. Because the only reason that Punchinello went to see the maker was because he met Lucy. Right. Right. Yeah. All put in our lives for a reason. Everyone. Yeah. Our patients, our coworkers, like the time and place. It matters. It it matters. It really does. Amen, sister friend. Well, thank you so much, friend. I'm going to let you scoot so you can get back to baby Greg. (laughs) And I hope that um, all of you guys just have a great shift. Have a great week. Um, spend a little bit of time with the maker that's right and take in all the pumpkin with your jesus time because apparently it increases your breast milk so (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) have a great day guys bye guys